each player. Oh, there it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? Hey, we should be streaming on Twitch live right now, so anybody can hear us if anything going Ooh, on. Hello, Twitch. Let us know. We're just kind of getting started, getting everything ready. Um, other than that, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna stream to uh, Facebook Live today. What do you think, guys? Ooh, fun. Let's that really scare people. Hey, do you think our? Uh, did we take a short rest, or do we still have our wounds? Uh, that's up to y'all whether you heal yourself or not. Not me. Mechanically inclined, so I'm gonna say. Let's see. Let me try to. Do oh, let's see what everyone else does. Let me try to fix the screen a little bit. We are now live streaming on the Books of Face. The Books of Face? The Books of Face. Okay, cool. Hi, Book Face. Fix the screen a little bit. Alright. Um, everybody go and give me a Destiny roll. So we can get that okay. up since we have to do it every single time. Ooh. No bueno. Oh. Yeah, that kind of session, I see. Yep. Yep, it is really a that kind of session. Nice. Two, three, four total. And all evil. That means I can't use them. That means you can use them, I know. but we can't. I know. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, let's clear that screen off. Um, other than that, guys, if you are watching on Twitch, uh, just know that we will not be responding um, to uh, any questions or whatever, pretty much on the Twitch stream. Uh, it's just kind of a watch so we can kind of keep the story going. Uh, if you can, if you can't hear us, let us know on that. That way we can follow it and keep everything going. Um, other than that, we're pretty much solid. Might excitedly or whatever. <laughs> Always enjoy that. Uh, so let's go ahead and do a quick rehash. Um, so we get everything going. Y'all loaded up, went to a um, ancient planet, found some ancient artifacts, but something was stolen from you from a uh, Gavana, and she took them off and left y'all to deal with the droids. Um, the... Y'all managed to kill the droids. You get back to the spaceship, find out that there was something there, and uh, worked with the data. The data now went and uh, sent you to this one place, the uh, uh, spaceship, derelict spaceship called Home. Mm -hmm. And uh, y'all rushed there very quick because of what reason you don't know, but you were told that you had to get there ASAP. Um, traveled there, ran into an asteroid field, uh, in the process of running the asteroid field, uh, Turk, uh, got banged up. He didn't have a seatbelt on and, uh, was knocked unconscious. And so that's pretty much where we were. Uh, you had docked with the, the, the home planet. And when you docked with home, um, you were given some supplies, most likely, you know, uh, some weapons, 
um, and the door was opening. Um, anybody got anything they want to say, do whatever before we get started? Did we define that blaster rifle, which I have? They found you a blaster rifle, nothing special about it. Just standard uh, blaster rifle. Uh, okay. Just a standard one, so if you have that, uh, get that yeah, in your stats. That. Yeah, get that in your stats. Um, also, uh, we were pretty good solid on the rules, so nothing was outrageous, nothing, you know, huge, grievous, uh, rule breaking, I guess you used to say. Um, Any feedback on that? Or did you just look it up later? <laughs> what do you mean, feedback? Oh, I don't know. Did anyone say, like, oh, I can't believe you guys got this rule wrong or something? No, we didn't. No, everybody knows not to mess with you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> That's hardly fair. Whenever, whenever Tim says something, it's like the word of God. That's, I like rules. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, nothing Nothing was bad. Nothing that was so grievous that it was a big problem. Um, so we're okay. Um, other than that, um, like I said, oh, sorry. You are at the uh, dock, the, the, the door to go in, and... Um, A7 is like, guys, you need to get that Jedi holocron before Gavana does, because if it does, who knows where that's going, and we need it to be brought back to uh, Kashyyyk, and so, or not Kashyyyk, <laughs> uh, Korriban, and uh, place with the other Jedi artifacts. Um, I cannot see if she's here. Radar is malfunctioning at this time, so we don't even know if She's here. The only reason why we were able to dock was some advanced piloting skills by Mel. Um, so other than that, get it done, get out, come back safe. Even you, twerp. And he just turns away as he gives you an, uh, that look. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go in, anybody want to do anything, say anything, whatever, before we go? Uh, he gave us lightsabers too, right? Like actual Correct. Lightsabers. Yes, an actual lightsaber. Including me? Yes, even you. Ho ho! So you have basic, standard lightsabers. There's nothing special, nothing great, nothing completely awesome. Although lightsabers are awesome, but it's I just basic. So you're described as basic lightsaber. Yeah, basic <laughs> lightsaber. <laughs> Go to the basic just lightsaber. Reach rule. and sunder. You can through doors with this thing. Yes, it is. It is a still a very powerful tool. So other than that. Uh -oh. Anybody else have anything? And quietly praise. Okay. Y'all are sitting there and you, you, Gan doesn't move for a minute. Y'all kind of like kind of inch forward and Gan just stops. I was going to say the requisite. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> ready her new lightsaber. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I Frizzle actually will do the same. Uh, as immature as she can be at times, she takes lightsabering very, very seriously. And she's ready to take care of it now. Okay. Um, while you're doing that, um, let me see. There's a skill check I wanted you to do. And I want you to make a cool check. Everyone? Or no, just, just her. Okay. Which check again? Cool. C-O-O-L. Cool check. Oh, cool check. I think I have a bonus for that. Let me check here quick. Literally keeping your cool. Yeah. Honestly, case may be. 
I do. All right. I'm proficient in coolness. <laughs> Too cool. <laughs> you get it. Cool. And you kind of you you kind of light it up. And as soon as you light it up, you know, to, to test it out, you know, figure out how it works, you, you hear behind you, A7 is like, don't cut your head off. And then you just kind of, you know, <laughs> it's kind of like in the background and I stuff. <laughs> and he just, you know, goes off and the doors are open, guys. Um, and it is kind of, kind of creepy. Uh, when you look in, it's got that flashing light, you know, like the twitching uh things are not working properly you can tell that uh the atmosphere is there but there is definitely something wrong with the electronics and the lighting within the ship uh and you actually come to pretty much what's a uh an airlock going to the front of the ship um the ship is somewhat similar uh it's like a hammerhead type ship i don't know if i told you that uh where it's got a long narrow body uh a square type head and a you know a, a square to rectangle or uh yeah rectangle type thruster area uh kind of if you wanted to go you could say it was kind of like the princess princess leia ship kind of like that but not as big or whatever but same style so up to y'all okay uh at this point mel's gonna assume the form three traditional stance like lightsaber held in two hands right <laughs> in front of her ready to block blaster bolts and she's gonna so let's let's go, and she's gonna head into the ship, uh, moving at a brisk pace. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, Frizz just gonna mumble. I have a bad feeling about this place, <laughs> and very hurriedly follow behind. Okay. Anne takes up the rear, uh, being vigilant. Okay. With the blaster. All right. You come in and you come into the airlock. The door closes behind you, and then the door in front opens up. And it's the same thing, the flickering lights. Uh, but you come into a pretty large open area. Um, you can tell that this is the area leading up to the cockpit and bridge support. Um, and this looks like they're where like, the lasers would have been uh, controlled from. And as soon as you step in, you feel this wave come over you. I need every make a fear check with only one negative. Why do we roll for that? Cool. Cool. <laughs> Cool. cool. And, and and we put... One purple. One purple. Okay. It's a pretty good roll. Yep. Everybody's pretty much good. Gan's going to have something happen, but other than that, uh, you kind of walk in and you hear the... As soon as you all kind of step in, you hear the spaceship go... And just creak and moan like you stepped on like you know uh, like the floor is gonna give out right underneath you, and you can just feel this wave of like exhaustion or a wave of you know a wave of fear like oh crap when is this thing's gonna blow up? But other than that, everybody's got it good, no problem, and you're pretty much right in this area. You can tell that there's a door going to your right, which heads down back towards the rest of the ship, and then a. Uh, door that is blown away and kind of opening and closing a bit going you know and shuddering kind of half hazard and diagonal up towards the bridge area we're told we're looking for a jedi holocron right correct and we don't have any information about where that's going to be on this ship no we do not um 
Mel's going to trust her instincts and uh, head over to the blasted open door and see if she can force it open or uh, make sure that she can get through it safely with her uh, mechanical ability. Okay. You, you can do it. You can actually kind of squeeze because one door is pulled fully away and then the other one's kind of trying to close. She'll say, uh, I, I got a sense it's probably this way. Okay. So you're going to go towards the bridge? Yes. Okay. Uh, you go to the bridge and um, it's pretty much non-existent. You can tell that someone had blown a lot of this away. Um, like the seats where you sat are not going to be there. Um, there's sparks and going off constantly, but you see a droid sitting, sitting down connected to the ship right now. And it's got, you can see it's got, it's in low power function. Okay. Um, Mel's going to head over to the droid. She's going to orient herself so that she's like visually in front of it and crouch down a little bit and then try to get its attention. Uh, assert it or, or get it out of low power functions. Okay. You, you go to try to hit uh, to low power function off and it stays in low power function, but is still able to communicate. Okay. Um, we're, we're here looking for a, for a holocron. We're trying to retrieve it. Uh, our, our quest is of some urgency. Can you tell us what happened to the ship? Okay. You, you try to talk to it and you can tell that there's something wrong with the voice communication in it. Um, if you would like to use a computer check to try to work on it, uh, go ahead. Uh, an easy difficulty, so one purple. I was pretty sure she knows stuff about computers just by being smarter than other people in the room. It's been the approach that worked in the past, so... <laughs> she's, uh, she's not got a lot of experience with computers, but, um, she'll, she'll give it a try. Oh, yeah. You sit there and you're like, eh, and you just twitch, <laughs> your, you just twinge your finger just a bit, and it's like, it clicks on, and you hear the voice come through the entire ship. Oh, gosh. Every speaker, every communication speaker comes through the entire ship. And it's like, it, it's, all it's doing is repeating a distress signal. And the last, you know, we need help here, blah, 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 type thing at this location. But it's going through only the speakers and the communication system within the ship. Everybody make a cool check. Uh, single difficulty. <laughs> you can't win for losing, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Y'all sit there and Mel and Gan kind of twitch for a second. Fitz is like, mm, Fitz like yeah. wait a minute. And all of a sudden you hear the ship really groan and sounds like something crashing around behind you back down towards the other direction and the ship actually kind of shudders and moves a bit and shakes. Well, believing that she has to finish this and get out of here as quickly as possible, uh, turns her lightsaber on again and rushes down the corridor. Okay. You get out of that room. Anybody else following? Ah, oh, Frismas has to. She <laughs> runs after Mel. It's going to be a recurring theme, I suspect. <laughs> Okay, Gand, are you going to follow behind? Yep. Okay, you follow behind and all of a sudden, that door that is, that you were supposed to go in was closed is now completely open. And it's come, and you've got a corridor to walk down. 
it's rough. Mel's not walking down it. She's she's running down it. Like, okay. You see, Mel is just figure out what's going on. Tearing down this hallway, um, it tears down and then it kind of does this little you know wavy pattern uh, to go left and right, and then it turns immediately right and opens up into two doors, one on your left and one in front of you. I was going to wait a moment for the rest of the group to catch up with her. Okay. And then she's going to say, I, I have no sense of which way to go here. Any thoughts? Uh, Frizz finally catches up. And she is out of breath. Um, can she make a check to see if there's any signs of a person's presence? Like unscattered dust or... Yeah, make, uh, yeah go ahead. Even? Go ahead and I would say... Ooh, what would be a good one for that? Um, just a simple knowledge check of vigilance. Go with vigilance. Vigilance. Okay. Yeah, that's your best one. I would say. Any difficulty for that or just standard difficulty? Give me, give me two, two purples. Okay. Ooh. Oh, you, you <laughs> roll, you, you look around and you don't really notice anything particular. Nothing breaks out to you. Nothing stands out. So other than that, you're like, nah, no one's been here for a while. Let, let me take a try at this. Okay. Please After do. After all, it is my, uh, my religion to find things. Go ahead. And so he pretends to do some mystical things. And is this also a vigilance roll yes. or a perception roll? Uh, go for perception. Okay. If you have a really, if, you, if perception is better for you, go for that. Uh, vigilance is better for me. Mm-hmm. Go for vigilance because you. Why well, this might happen? Okay, you look around. Yeah, that's like your standard roll again. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Two successes and then oh fuck. <laughs> Two successes and a threat. <laughs> yeah, you look around and you, you know nothing really, nothing really stands out. Mm-hmm. Other than that. Like I said, you have the door in front of you and a door to your left. The door to the left looks like it goes further deep into the ship. Both doors are closed, right? Correct. Okay. I'm, uh... At this point, Mel is, is just anxious. So she says, let's let's go left. Let's let's follow that approach. And, and she tries to open that door. Okay. That door opens, no problem. Um, it opens up. And all of a sudden, you hear wind being sucked out from behind you. And it's coming out. There seems to be... You're getting pulled through the door. As you've noticed that you've breached an airlock. That something has been led into the atmosphere on this side. The atmosphere is leaking out when you open that door going to the left. Is it, is it quite forceful or can we... Can no, we it is quite forceful. You're going to have to make okay. a strength check not to oh, fall over. Man. <laughs> Or get pulled through it. Not a thing Mel's making that. <laughs> <laughs> so an athletics check is what you're going to be looking for. Yeah. Uh, for all, all of us. Yeah. Yes. Um, Mel, you have the di- hardest difficulty. Uh, you're uh, definitely two purples. Everybody else is one because you're behind Mel. Yay, no threat. <laughs> I'm, I am ranked in athletics. 
Well, um, I got some successes. Yes. You reach up and you actually grab a hold of the door, but you take two strain because of it's ripping your arms pretty hard and solid. Right. So Mel seals the door shut again and she, she turns back to everybody and says, well, obviously that's the wrong choice. Um, uh, it's certainly this reach. I hope the holocron's not in that part of the ship. Braces herself against part of the wall and carefully opens the other door. Okay. Uh, Tim, you're getting really quiet, so probably... Sorry. You may have to speak up a little bit. Yeah, it's going in and out a little bit. It's like the okay. end of your sentence is the beginning. Much better. Let's keep trying that. Uh, okay, you open it up, and it automatically opens up. No wind rush or anything. And you come into what are called crew quarters. You can see beds and where people would sleep. Uh, and then there's a door on the other side. Directly across okay. from you. Um, Mel's going to step into the room, kind of see if she kind of gets a sense about anything in it. Uh, not actually investigating any of the quarters per se, but just sort of like, does anything kind of call to me? And then after taking a moment, if nothing jumps out at her, she's going to just head straight to the next door. Okay. N nothing comes out. You can tell that, you know, this, this was crew quarters. God, excuse my dogs. Sounds like the other half is home. Um, and you can go across the other side of the door. Uh, she'll again hold herself kind of braced against something she can knowing that doors can be dangerous these days and she'll uh, she'll try to open the door door opens up no problem uh, and it leads and there's a path going to your right and to your left Frisbee's gonna um, interject we should not go to the left it doesn't seem like a good idea and going to the right <laughs> uh, okay Mel heads to the right and tries that door uh, there is no door. It's just a hallway. Um, well, then she just tries the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> you go to the right, and it just opens up into, you know, like uh, where people would, you know, clean or shower or, you know, take up and get things, you know, shower room, bathroom type stuff. Nothing big. Okay. Uh, any obvious exits from this room? Nope. It actually, when you walk up to it, you can tell that this goes pretty much almost to the back of the uh, turbo laser battery room. Um, Mel's going to spin around and, and head back, uh, to the split in the corridor where before we went right this time, she's going to the corridor. that would have been. Okay. You, uh, you take a, you come back and go to the left a bit and it kind of does a small little left and right program. And then there's a huge set of doors onto your right hand side. And then a huge set of doors on your left hand side. Um, Lokia doesn't know a ton about ship geography, having only been on a handful of them before. Uh, but is there anything that it would make sense for these doors to be like? Could this be some kind of like a like a hangar bay, or is this just sort of an architectural quirk? No, you you could probably tell that this might be you know someone had to bring in things that are pretty big. Okay. Um, and would it have been like? Do these go to the like the vacuum of space, or are these going into like a larger portion of the ship? Uh, well, the one on the left might go to the vacuum of space because that's where the um, hallway was that you opened up and almost got sucked through. And then not, not doing that. Yeah, yeah, that one's <laughs> kind of pretty obvious. You're like, uh, let me. Yeah, no, that side's not good. And the right, uh, you can definitely tell that there's enough room between you and what would be the other side of the ship that it would probably be like a cargo bay or something. Okay, uh, she'll stop and turn to Jan. Uh, not the finder here. 
does this seem like a place where someone would keep a holocron? I, I feel like I'm wandering and somewhat lost. Gand, as part of maintaining his mystique, sits down and pretends to meditate. And sits there for about two or three minutes, kind of quietly taking appraisal of the situation. Would piloting planetary give me any kind of ideas on where things might be stored on a spaceship? Not, not, not what he's asking for. Yeah. Because the holocrons are small. They're not mm -hmm. large type things. They fit, you know, you can hold in them. In your hand. Yeah. Or they float just above your hand. Yeah. So, I mean, no, you don't have to worry about that at all. No. Verbial needle in a haystack. At this point, we just have to search the ship. Um, it could be in a cargo hold, depending on how well defended it would have been. When there were people. I guess let's uh, let's try it and see what we discover. If nothing else, it's a sense of what happened here. Uh, Mel's going to try to open the large door that doesn't lead to the vacuum of space. Okay. You open it up. It doesn't. Yeah, you, you open it up. It <laughs> shimmies up kind of creakily and just, you know, and then finally comes up making a lot of noise. And it opens up into what's pretty much a cargo bay, you know, where general storage, repair bay. You can tell that some things are, you know, where you would fix things. And... Uh, it extends from to the right and left. Just general storage type stuff here. Are there lockers or is yeah. there anything? I guess at this point, Mel's going to take a few minutes and she's going to just start investigating. Okay. If there's any areas that people may have stored valuables or things that could be important. You go right ahead. Give me a uh, perception check if you want to look around to see if there's anything in particular. Rushing into rooms without a plan? Something Mel's pretty good at. <laughs> <laughs> also pretty decent. Just like noticing stuff around her that isn't ancient lore. Not so much. But uh, we'll investigate. Okay. Not especially well, I might add. Okay. You you do find a droid that is in low power mode that you you look to your right. Okay. Um. Yeah. Mel's going to try turning on the droid. That that seems more in her wheelhouse. Okay. You sit there. Give me an average computer check. Average computer checks are my jam. Yeah. Just two purples. Good. You don't seem to find anything out of the ordinary? Mm-hmm. You're like, yep, I got this button. And you click it, and all of a sudden the droid goes behind you. Everybody make a vigilance check. Oh, no. A vigilance check. Average difficulty? Average difficulty. Succeed. Vigilance <laughs> really three. Okay. Uh, everybody now give me an initiative. Is uh Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. Vigilance did it. Uh, let's see. Mel, see, I'll go. Um, and this one, give me a second. And give me my dice. Okay. 
<laughs> Somebody playing with it. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't understand how the initiative tracker works. <laughs> yeah, I, I use y'all as uh, that, and I'll do mine. All right. Uh, one, two, three, four. That one's uh, Fizz. Okay. Good, good, good. Okay. Actually, let's do. Ooh, 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 flip, bad dude. All right. Um, actually, one too many. Let's get rid of that one. Cause there's only three of you and me. All right. Um, you do have first initiative, but I'll describe the scenario. You're sitting there, and all of a sudden, you know, you you've clicked the button and turned it on, and the droid sits behind you. And from behind you, you feel the ship shudder. As this large droid with these huge tentacles comes crashing and just barreling through the place. And it just is like slashing and starts coming at you with these large tentacles. Um, common sense? Well, you know what Krakens are. Um, <laughs> this is kind of a mechanical version of it. And you feel this, you know, you see this, you know, these large tentacles just start coming at you just crazily. Um, this is what that droid controlled. <laughs> so uh initiative y'all do have first initiative so you choose someone to go first uh it is within close uh range to all of you okay um is the droid controller like does that is that a thing the droid controller is a thing it okay. does it, it it is there you can use it if you need to, but that's up to y'all. I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do. Okay. Uh, I guess I guess if it's okay with uh, with you folks, I think Mel's probably going to go first and see if she can use the droid controller to, to sort of shut this creature off or prevent it from attacking us. Okay. Um, you are going to try to get it? You uh, will need I'm to install it. Oh, I see. Like the droid controller is a device you put on the droid. Is that right? Correct. Um, and probably one has to subdue a droid first to do that. Mm, you could try to climb on it and get on its body and try to put it in. Hmm. It might be difficult. Athletic. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think we're going to work smart, not hard. And she's going to ignite the lightsaber and occupy a defensive stance. Uh, and then move to engagement rage. Okay, you are already engaged. You've already got these tentacles right on. Oh, okay, you. sorry, sorry. Uh, in that case, she's going to take the lightsaber and she's going to try to stop the droid. Okay. Go ahead. Give me a combat check. With lightsaber. Okay. Uh, and do you want to spin that on anything? Uh, yes, I will. It to recover a strain. Can I do that? Uh, e yes, you can. You can recover one strain with that. And what is your damage I total? Um, I can't trigger a critical with it because that takes two on the lightsaber. No. So I'm going to recover one strain. And then uh, my damage total is six, seven, eight. With a, with a breach characteristic of one, so I ignore ten points of soak. Correct. Did right. my homework. Yep. <laughs> Sabers are good. They cut through almost anything. 
All right. Metal. So, since you decided to do that, it's decided it's going to go after you. It takes one of uh, the dark side points. And is going to attack you, Mel, since you are right next to it. Nice. Like, like it, an excellent choice. Yeah, it did. Uh, it is actually going to do a uh, activate one critical in, uh, injury on you. As this tentacle reaches out and smacks you really hard, uh, you will take seven... Eight, nine, ten damage. Soak is allowed. And you will take okay. a critical injury as these tentacles come up and hit you really hard. Well, I have a soak of three. And I have um, parry. So I'm going to use parry. Okay. In which I have... Um, and uh, that means I can reduce the damage by four. Damage by seven and take three damage and the effects of the critical hit. The effects of the critical is a roll. Is this 79? Put that. I'm looking at my chart. I can immediately make another attack against you. Or uh, another attack. I can make another free attack using the same pool. Uh, so it's going to take it. It hits you. You kind of get knocked back as this big old metal tentacle just smashes into you and pushes you back, and it's going to make another strike, and it sees a little bitty munchkin, and it's going to do the same thing. No. Double job of being a protector here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Uh, that's, yeah, that's better. That's good. (laughs) You see this tentacle? (laughs) Frizz, you see this tentacle come down and just come straight up from the air and just come straight down on top of your head and, uh, hit you. You take at least, you still get your soak, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage. Um, eleven damage. My soak is three. Okay. And then up to two. Your next attack will incur a black die instead of a critical, but uh, you are knocked down. Oh, no. Okay. Um, that thing did come straight down on my head, but what do you think I'd have an opportunity to parry it? Uh, yeah. All right, and I will do so. I will artfully just parry it before I get knocked down to the ground okay which means you just roll and that's just take off what three you take three strain and no damage yeah i take a three yeah. i take three strain to remove three damage in my case yeah yeah because you haven't acted this round so you can do the parry correct uh parry is just reactive you um if you have supreme parry if you didn't act you can strain instead of three but Otherwise, you're just you're just a Jedi parrying things with a lightsaber. Okay, so just there's no higher. I can't remember. I knew there was something something on it, but I can't remember exactly the full uh, ruling. There's, there's a couple of weird ones like reflect and parry are the reactive ones that cost a bunch of strain, and then there's there's other ones that more martial classes have that are like uh, um 
that you do an action to improve your defense and that kind of gotcha. thing. Yeah, because you just reduce the damage dealt by that hit equal to two plus your ranks in parry. Yes. Okay, is that, is that better to use the parry than to soak it? It's both. Is it? Okay. What, whatever, whatever makes it easier on you, I'm all for it. Okay. Okay, in my case, I soaked it and then... Um... And then did parry, if that matters. Okay. There's a turn order thing for that. No, what it is is you, you roll it, and then it reduces the damage by whatever your parry skill is, plus three, isn't it? Oh, you roll it. Okay. No, 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 not a roll. It's automatic. Okay. Mm-hmm. Whatever your parry skill is, plus three, and then you take the three, three strain, and then the soak. Correct? Okay. So, like, in, uh, in my example, I have one parry mm-hmm. skill. And I, I can later on get more parry skills, but right now it's just three. And I, I think you're probably. Yes, I'm also at three. You got it. Yeah. So I think I did math right here then. Uh, <laughs> All right. You do that and it hits you, but you still get knocked prone as this big old tentacle comes in and just smashes into you. And you get slammed back and just knocked prone onto the ground. But you, 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 you held it up and it kind of just the pure force of this huge tentacle. Hits you and just lays you out on the floor. Uh, you you kind of hold it up like like Tim was doing. You're holding it up and you're holding it up like this, going ah type thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it helps, but it doesn't help enough. Um, you two have the next initiative, so uh, Gand and Frizz figure out who's going next. Do you care if I just go ahead and become reactive to that uh, thing first? Go, go right ahead. Okay. Um, so. I guess you would consider that a fall, correct? Because if that's the case, I'm conditioned. Yes. Which doesn't do too much, but yeah. it removes one. Uh, it removes one disadvantage die. Uh, wait, did I take any strain or damage from that actual fall, or just the? No, no, it just this just knocks you down prone. Okay, gotcha. Well, I'm knocked down prone. Uh, Frizz is going to think very quickly and look at her environment to see if there's any uh, crates or barrels or anything she can jump onto to get an advantage, um, like a high ground in this situation here. Uh, give me a perception check. A perception What's test, sorry. <laughs> See, I slipped that in there. Um, that was good, perception. that was good. I am cunning, so I have an advantage in that. It's a... Is it standard difficulty? Yes, yeah, standard difficulty. And the reason why we got a standard difficulty is just because there's all these lights or anything. Uh, you do find something. All right. Uh... What is it, like a cargo crate or something? Yeah, it's just a bunch of crates stacked up next to it. Okay, uh, Frizz, being so small and athletic, is going to do her best to get on there as quickly as possible. Okay. Uh, probably through like an artsy front flip. Okay. You you climb up, and you go up there to, to jump up and, you know, swing down on this giant mechanical kraken. Perfect. That is what she's going to try to do. Uh, an attempt to uh, cut it possibly like in half. She's going to come and swing in her sword uh in towards the left there. Uh, combat check. I'm going to use lightsaber if that's the case then. Yes. All right. And you still have a black die on this though. I do. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty good at the lightsaber. Uh, I'm ranked two in it. You come in and you definitely strike in on it. But as soon as you jump off, you kind of trip and fall down on it and not <laughs> over it or, you know, so when you, when you land on it, you hit it 
and the saber goes in, and then you kind of bounce off like you've hit like a brick wall. You like jump, you're like, ah, hit. Lightsaber goes in, and then all of a sudden your face hits it and bounce, you know, your face and body hit it and bounce off. So you take a point of strain from over-calculating the jump, but you definitely hit it. Uh, the total okay. damage is, what's the, what, what's the base of a saber anyway? Six. Six, so a total of ten, good. Total 10 damage. You smash into it pretty solidly, but like I says, you kind of jump into it, stab in it, and then all of a sudden you slide in and, you know, your body kind of hits the side of the the main thing and you fall down taking a point of strain. Oh, okay. Point of strain. Gotcha. Gand, it is yours. I'm going to shoot it. All right. Go for it. It is a silhouette uh, too bigger than you. Okay. So it's a silhouette two while you're a silhouette one, I should say, not two bigger. Two larger is it's, it's one larger because you're a silhouette one. It's a okay. silhouette two. Okay, so it's not two larger yet. So correct. It's still standard, and I hit it. <laughs> You go, pew, pew. You shoot it up and it hits it right in the face. Frying some circuits. Uh, what is uh, the damage on that blaster? Base damage is nine. So it's a 10, but does get a soak. Yep. Okay. Very, very Han Solo shot there, waiting till he attacks first and then shooting second. <laughs> <laughs> right, right? Yeah. All right. You can tell that it is starting to spark and sputter, but you can definitely tell that y'all have done some pretty decent damage to it. Uh, we are going to the next round. Uh, someone choose to go first. Our existing order probably makes sense. Um, yep. Yes. Brandish your saber and take another swing, hoping to uh, to fell this terrifying foe. Okay. laser sword <laughs> you swing into it does some more damage definitely you like chop off a tentacle uh it's eight more points with a uh, yeah. one yeah there's no hiding it all right you sit there and hit it really good uh you can see a tentacle come off a couple of tentacles you, it's kind of slices trying to go tries to hit you and that two tentacles go flying off um, and now it's going to go, it is going to take another, yeah, you're forgetting that, aren't you? Scary stuff. And, uh, dark place. Yep. It is definitely going to go towards Fizz. Fizz, as you sit there, because as you hit it, you can feel this tentacle just kind of slap back at you. Oh no, bro. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> you take seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven again. Okay, uh, I can do some math here. Okay, figure that out. I'll describe what happened. It takes this tentacle and slashes right back at you, hitting you pretty dang hard, but starts knocking a bunch of stuff all around it. 
and you notice that there is the ground is actually getting kind of treacherous. There is like debris all over it, knocked over some containers, and stuff is going to get in the way, which is going to increase difficulty by one. If you plan on moving anywhere or fighting at all, which I'm sure you're going to fight. I'm hoping to. Uh, uh, she's going to quickly take an attempt to parry it, uh, which would help her not take so much direct damage. Okay. So it's 11 with three strain. And then drop the damage off. And then, of course, you get your soak still. Okay. Ooh, she's really hurt. Well, that's uh, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> Very um, bad. Uh, man. So, uh, she's gonna quickly examine her surroundings and make sure she can find herself a clear path. Okay. Uh, she is going to hold her lightsaber. She's going to hold the lightsaber straight up, try to go directly towards the center of the creature, trying to aim for, like, its head or eyes or sensory system, whatever it's got going on there. So you're going to actually try to get an actual targeted attack? Yeah, that's my hope. That it will increase the difficulty. Okay. She's so trying. She's reckless. Give that... Uh, stupid. <laughs> two purple, one red. Ooh. Two purple, one red. Um, and that's going to be a, a lightsaber check. Correct. Two orange or yellow, one green. Uh, so Frizz is super reckless, uh, irresponsible, and she's selfish, and she's going to flip a destiny point. <laughs> I dig it. Oh, so selfish. And you can because you 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 can flip the one that I flipped last round and not this round. Okay. So yep. oh, perfect. Okay, great. Looks good. You said two purple and one red. One red. <sighs> and you got the yellow. Okay. You you go in and you like yeah and it's kind of you 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 miss but you can tell the beast kind of backs up and moves away a bit because it it preempts what you were doing but you roll in and you don't hit at all uh, but it does your lightsaber goes to the ground and you're like whoa as you like kind of like weren't expecting it to go into the ship you were expecting to hit and you kind of trip and stumble oh yeah yes I do newbie with a saber. <laughs> Gand, it is your like go. <laughs> yeah, because you stand, you, you you go to stab with it, and he backs up out of the way, and it stabs into the ground, and you kind of shudder because it's hilt. You know, you're like goes down towards the hilt. These lightsabers are too long. <laughs> Gand is going to maneuver to aim. And then take two strain to shoot. Gotcha. He's got this. Then you find some. <laughs> He's like, aim, shoot. <laughs> Okay, uh, you can do something with that because it is not a negative effect. Uh, you can recover from strain, 
Add a blue die to your next uh, opponent's or next person's roll. I will add a blue die to Malokia's roll because she's going to be top of the round next time anyway. That's perfectly right. usable. You throw my balance and Mel's ready to take mm. advantage. All right, Mel, your turn. Go for it. Okay, so Mel's seen the opening. Uh, Fritz has thrown him back a little bit, and the Gans shots set him off balance. So she's gonna she's gonna jump in there and see if she can deliver a finishing blow. Go for it. <laughs> uh, That's a bad sound. Oh, oh no. Good, oh, Good yeah. <laughs> She's gonna trigger a critical. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. Three uh, successes and how many? Uh, one, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Uh, successful attack effects. So yeah, go for it. What do you want to do? Um. So I can use three of those to do damage. So that's six, seven, eight. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to trigger a critical. Uh, and then what What else can I do with advantage? I Can Can I have other people recover strain? Uh, you can def- get rid of my defense bonus, plus one um, to melee or range defense. Um, can I give that to someone else or just to me? No, just what you see. Uh, okay. Target is disabled instead of taking uh, suffering, but it, it depends on how much you're willing to, you know, Use and how you want to use it. Plus one okay. to melee or range defense until the end of next turn. Yeah, give yourself. <laughs> okay, so I think I'm going to give myself plus one to melee defense because that seems apt. Okay. I'm going to recover a strain. I'm going to trigger a critical effect. And is that is that everything? Is that about right? That, that looks like about right. Three, yeah. four, five. Okay, I guess I'll recover four strain then. Seven... Because a critical is one, plus Kills one is two. three. Oh, oh, no, your critical is two. That's right. Yep. So that's five. So you have two more. Okay. So I'll recover two strain. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So you're going to trigger a critical effect. Go for uh, it. Yes. Let's roll. Okay. Uh, you roll a six. And... It can only you. You sit there and you jump into it and just waylay it with your saber, hitting it as hard as you can, and it real rears back as quite a few of its tentacles are, you know, sliced off, and it kind of rears back on the back of its body and slinks back a bit, and it can now only activate at the end of this round. Nice. So Gand and Frizz, you may both go. Um, I guess we're going to keep the same order here. So uh, yep. the Fizz is going to go next. Uh, she's really upset. That was pretty embarrassing there, her fall. <laughs> so she's going to get up and make sure she tries her best not to trip and go in for another blow on the the droid there. It backed up, so it's still pretty close to her. It's it de- definitely it, still right? within. Yeah, definitely. Okay, wonderful. All right, well, she's going to uh, run in and make a high jump and try to go down on its head or like well for her like its knees um i'm <laughs> gonna do a saber check uh 
Is it two perps and a red, or just two perps? Uh, it's, th it's, yeah. three, it's three perps because of the ground is cluttered with oh, uh, debris correct. now. Okay. You reach up and you go in to slice it. And you do some damage to it. Um, how much damage do you do total? No, that's a good question. How do I figure that bad boy out? Um, looking at my... Base damage of the saber. Okay. Um, two, 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 two. Your first little like splashy star, uh, which is a hit, uh, that does your your six damage, and then for every one beyond that, you get to add plus one to the damage. Oh, that's really nice to know. Oh. Okay, so six, uh, seven, eight, nine damage. Then is that correct? Yep. 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 Okay. Cool. I do okay. nine damage. All right, you hit it and do the damage, and all of a sudden, you I mean you're like you, you can tell that there's kind of some kind of pressure on you as you take two strain from just swaying on it because you're just you're like no, I'm not going to be beat by this thing, and so you like wade through these tentacles and it's like slashing you as you're going in, and you just like don't care, so you smash directly into its face, and then it frizzes out, and you can see the eyes twitch. <laughs> And it shuts down. She just aped out on that thing. Ooh. Scary stuff. And then... Moment to center herself and turn the saber off. Okay. It, it, the, the droid has been disabled, destroyed, uh, beyond, you know, working function. And you can still hear the spaceship creak and moan. And the lights are still flickering. Other than that, what are you going to do, guys? What do you want to bet Galvana got here first? <laughs> well, uh, and left that little brat. I, uh, I, I mean, if that's the case, we're here and we can track her down. It seems like a valuable ally to just leave abandoned the ship, but was hoping it would take us out, then maybe that's worth it to her. He left the other two droids to take us out. Guess I'm assuming this is a more uh, impressive mm -hmm. but I guess a lot of people in the world see just droids as disposable. It is true. On that note, Mel's going to turn around and, and see if she can communicate with the, the power-saving mode droid that, that the look up behind them. It has been shut down. I just start it back up. It does not function. He's going to look through the uh, the remnants of the Kraken and see if there's anything that's, uh, that's salvageable. If there's any mechanical parts or things that could be used to... Or, or put to um, you can go ahead and do a uh, knowledge check on it, but it is four purples. Okay, that seems pretty reasonable. Um, Can't hear you. Purples. What? Four, four purples ain't nothing, right? Yeah, four purples ain't <laughs> nothing. <laughs> ain't no thing. Okay, you, you, you look at it and you're like, yeah, we could use... This part looks important, but you don't know what it is. <laughs> Alright, she'll grab the looks important part and consider it later. Uh, 
should we check the rest of the ship? See if we can... Maybe she's still here? Maybe. While Malokia is salvaging, we saw what direction this thing barreled in from, right? Correct. It came in and from directly behind it. Gand is going to sling the rifle over his shoulder, put his arms inside his robes, and walk that way. Okay. You Very walk cool. that way, it'll probably take, you know, you get, a, you get a couple of minutes of doing whatever you want, because Mel's digging around. Frizz, anything you're going to do for a couple of minutes? Uh, Frizz is really hurt. Uh, she's going to shout that, Gand, I think you are going the right way there, uh, but she's just going to sit down. <laughs> Frizz is just like, <sighs> all right, Gand, you walk that way, and it leads down to a corridor. Uh, mm. And in that corridor uh, leads down to a door. I shout back. Uh, that there's a door down here that it was guarding. Maybe it's guarding her. Where's the guy? Jump up. <laughs> All right. Go. What are you going to do? Me? Oh, yeah. sorry. Uh, she's going to go ahead and she's going to look back at uh, Malikians, make sure she's still doing her thing and walk to where she heard Gan's voice. All right. You find Gan. He's at a door. Yes, he is. He might be behind this door. Door number one. <laughs> the whole world lies waiting behind door number one. I don't want to open it. <laughs> no whammy. Don't look at me. I'm not there. <laughs> uh, what do you think? Should we wait for her? Mal. At this point, Mel's probably done her salvaging? Yep. Okay. Mel's going to head on over toward where they're yelling at her. <laughs> Mel, uh, we need you to open this. <laughs> you're, you're the technically savvy one. <laughs> and inject uh, Fitz with it. Um, she's got one last impact to use that heals five wounds, so she'll use that. Ooh, that's some good stuff. And uh, then she'll take a look at the door. Um... It, does it seem like a standard operating door? Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with it. Button. Okay. You push the button, and it opens up, no problem. And there's a door in front of you, a large door to your right, and a door to your left. Any obvious indication of where the droid came through? I mean, it's pretty big, right? It was sitting in this room. It didn't crash through okay. anything. It, you definitely was in this room. Mm-hmm. Right. Um... She'll, uh, she'll look at the doors, see if the, the large one has a, a console or anything that would open it in a really obvious way. Oh, yeah, yeah. E each door has an easy way to open them. No problem. Okay. Uh, start with the large door. Okay. You open, you open that large door, and it opens up, and you can tell it's, an air, it's a docking port, an airlock. Okay. Um, is there anything in an airlock that would indicate, like, if there's currently a ship docked with it or not? Oh, yeah. You can go check the panel if you'd like. Okay. Uh, Mel's going to go check the panel. There's a ship docked. Turns back. There is a ship docked here. It could be her ship. Are we a boarding party? That means she's probably on the ship. The and ship. likely armed and well-equipped. Get out of the airlock. 
Okay, so you get out. You got the other two doors. You're going to lock, you're going to close this airlock door or what? Can we disconnect her ship? No. No. Darn. (laughs) (laughs) We clearly need to come to these circumstances with more explosives. Yes. Yes, we do. Um, Likely she has the holocron, or if she's still on the ship retrieving it, she's got to come back to her ship. Do, Do we want to go in and see what's... Is there anything we can find there? You're gonna go which way? I'm sorry, you cut out. Sorry, sorry. I'm just uh, I'm asking the the group here. Oh. Do we want to board her ship? At this point, it feels risky and a little dangerous, but also maybe our best course to retrieve this holocron. This one thinks there might be objects of great value on her ship. Perhaps even the necklace. Riz is gonna shout at her. This one thinks she's tired of going through doors. <laughs> so ship sounds nice. All right, let's go on the ship. Uh, Mel's going to go over to the console and see if she can uh, open the airlock to board the ship. All right, so you go in, close the airlock behind you, go to this one, and open it. Opens, no uh, problem. You open that airlock, and then there's the door to the ship. It is not open. Okay. Um, let me let me get the sense of the space a little bit more. Uh, is Gand? Are, is everyone with me in the airlock space? Yes. Or am I by myself here? Everyone I'm right behind you. So we're all together. I guess it's um, it's Star Wars prequel time. We're busting out the lightsaber and trying to cut through the ship door. Okay. So you put it in there and you stab into the door. Hmm. Small, near perfect circle over a long period of time. Okay. So you sit there and you're like, and you start carving into it. And it's going to take a little while, but you can definitely keep trying until it goes through. Okay. All right. You sit there and you're, you're, Frizz, are you going to help? Anybody anybody do anything else? I'm going to, I'm going to, are there any panels on the outside of the ship? There, no, nothing on the other side. There's just a panel to go in and out. Okay. There's Uh, hooks like where you would hang stuff, but nothing, you know, pertinent. I'm going to set up in case she comes up behind us while okay. we're doing this with the blaster. Okay, so you kind of set up and wait for it. Um, then you this can make a you, you can make a cool check. Everybody else has to make vigilance checks because you're actually looking where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. Thing about cool and vigilance are the same. I can make a vigilance check. Vigilance is better for me, actually. All right. Ah, you got this, Gand. So with <laughs> it. It's a lot of it's a lot of people there. Oh, that one became unhappy. Two of them are unhappy. Three, three, three unhappy people. All right. So, (laughs) 
Y'all are sitting there, and all y'all like, you get your lightsabers. You both got your lightsabers, and they're stuck trying to carve through this, you know, just making this big old circle, melting the metal and stuff. And y'all are both working really hard, and all of a sudden, the doors behind you, Gand, open up, and you see two assassin droids and Gavana right there with blasters. Oh. And you get to go. I've got three ahead of you, but you two need to figure out who's going to go first and second. Gand is definitely going first, right? Like you're you're there with the blaster. I think you're mm -hmm. the most alert of this. I mean, tell us if you want. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I'm gonna go for the human. Okay, you're gonna shoot her. Go for it. Uh, she does get an extra bonus because she is partially uh, blocked by the assassin droids. And... So. Trying to aim. Okay. Uh, three purples. Okay. Don't roll yet. Let me clear this out real quick, okay? Okay. So just hold on to it. Sure, no problem. All right, you may go ahead and roll. <laughs> Those purples ate you up. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can't, you, you do, so you can, you know, use your things if you want to recover a strain. Strain. Okay. You aim and you're like, and it just flies right past her. Uh, who is next? Probably. Yeah, I mean, she, she probably jumps around at the, the turn and, and I guess there's a little bit of distance. So probably has to spend a maneuver to, to close. Yes, the you definitely have to spend a maneuver to, to get in. Okay, so she'll spend a maneuver to close in with the assassin droids and brandish the hot with white metal lightsaber and slash at them. Okay, go for it. Saber use. We've been studying it in books for a long time, and we've done a lot of practical applications. A lot with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a first, really using a lightsaber. She's very excited about it. Okay, you come in and slash, and you hit one of the droids doing, what, seven damage? Seven damage. Okay. With a breach characteristic of one. Yep. Get out of here, droid armor. We don't need you. <laughs> okay, you hit it. That takes a good chunk out of it. And then they get to go. The droid that's in front of you, Mel, takes and pulls up, takes, takes a step back, and then pulls up his blaster and goes... And you can hear the it the trigger go off. She's she's got a lightsaber and knows how to reflect blaster bolts, just only with median proficiency. Oh well, um, mm, let's see. Tries to shoot you, and you kind of dodge out of the way. Your next check will have a black die. Clue laying down, suppressing fire. Yep. I get it. Yep. This, these blaster bolts just shoot right past you. The other droid sees that happen and is like, yep, I'm going to do the same thing. Oh, and this, it, the blaster bolts just start peppering all around y'all. <laughs> and it's just like hitting everything in pretty close quarters. Nothing happens. And then all of a, all of a sudden, Gavana goes, my turn. And the droids kind of step to the side and kind of just have their barrels around and she takes this big old blaster heavy blaster pistol 
and aims at uh, Mel. Finds <laughs> herself mostly with anxiety, but a little bit with the force. And uh, flips that over. <laughs> she takes and she aims and goes. <laughs> oh, and does score a hit. Um, heavy blaster pistol. I totally forgot to write that down. Give me a second. They may have that readily available. I actually do. Do you? Yeah. I totally I, forgot to write I that down. That page. Heavy blaster pistol is seven damage. So seven damage. Uh, has it got any uh things that uh? Stun setting. Uh, crit is three. Okay, I just want to make sure crit wasn't one. All right, so okay. shoot you, hit you. And so, Mel soaks for three, and then she reflects for three, and then she'll take one wound and two strain. Okay. Um, and she will use that to give one of her droids a blue die. Uh, so, next is Gand? Uh, no, Fizz. Fizz. Fizz has an action. Oh, go for it, Fizz. Yes. Our real hero, the heart and soul of the group. <laughs> um, go Fizz ahead. Fizz is going to shout, no, Mel. Uh, she is going to attempt to charge her and get to close combat. With who? Uh, what's that human's name? Gavana. Gavana, yes. Okay. The one only Gavana. Uh, I'm assuming she could just make it into close combat and probably do like a, a half action or something. She is going to... Bring up her lightsaber with her left arm and attempt to punch her gun out of her right arm. <laughs> that is sweet. Slide a hand. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what kind of check that would be. That's a little tricky there. It is a it is just a regular combat check, not just using combat? Yeah. Okay. It's just punching. You are doing a called shot, so that will add a uh, red die to the check. Oh sweet. Um no, Very that's purple? not sweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sweet for her. Yeah. That, that, that's kind of crappy, actually. <laughs> the opposite of sweet. All right, so uh, one red and two perps. <sighs> <laughs> you go in. You do hit her. Yeah. You do hit her, so you do do some strain damage. Uh, you hit her, and she takes some strain damage. It hits her hand, but... You do that, and all of a sudden, the blaster fires off, and you can hear this warning go off behind you, whoot, 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 as like the airlock is releasing, <laughs> and it's venting air. <laughs> so okay. I'm the only person here who has a <laughs> environment suit. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> I'm the lightest person in the room, most likely, so that helps. Mm-hmm. You can hear that. Not. What happened is you hit the hand, and her hand hit, and it shot. And as soon as it shot, it hit one of the control panels, and you can tell that the locks are trying to disengage. So, uh, now we go to go to the next round. Who wants to do what? Um, I guess the Gand is going to go first, right? Yep. It's up to y'all. You get to choose. You don't have to always choose. Yeah, we don't have to always choose that way. Uh, 
Would Mel like to try and not disengage the locks? Um, I'll be honest, at this point, Mel's probably more likely to just jump past the opening of the airlock and continue to attack our foe here. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of hierarchy of needs here, she's big on, like, defeat the evildoer and then, like, don't die. Okay. She's mostly idealistically read about the Jedi Code in storybooks, so this is a, a really poor imitation of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 who's gonna go? I'm just gonna shoot. Shoot. Uh, who is not currently locked in combat with a person? Uh, one only one of the droids. I'm gonna shoot that droid then. So you don't take the negative bonus. Yep. Gotcha. Go for it. Shooting me. And then she's smell in the back and blows her. No. No. <laughs> no, not I, I shoot into combat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to recover a strain. Okay. So that should be six damage, I believe, what I said last time. Yep. I don't know. Nine damage. Nine damage from a blast drive. Okay. Alright. Uh, Mel? Frizz? Uh, so Mel's going to use her maneuver to move. Okay. Um, knowing the airlock might be like jettisoned soon, she's going to hope the ship's like emergency control systems are still intact or whatever, and that you know if she steps into the, sort of, the larger room rather than being in the airlock itself, the door will seal behind her or something like that. Um, mostly it's hope, a little bit it's knowledge of how science works. So she'll step into the room and she'll try to make an attack against um, Gavana herself, uh, who who's the droid sort of stepped aside for her to take her shot. So she's going to try to use that as an opening. It's the suppressing fire of the droids. And don't forget, yeah, a black die this turn. Black die. It's it's not ideal. No. Cool. Still good. She doesn't even care. Oh yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Ooh. So uh, yeah. nine damage. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, and she's gonna recover a strain. Okay, that sense. you kind of leap past them, saber ripped up, strike down on her. Laser sounds. Laser sounds. <laughs> like you, you jump through the airlock, skirt past, and kind of twirl when you come down and strike her, and she reels back in pain. Um, and then it's their turn. Can I like? Can I say a thing? Is oh yeah, you're always you're always willing to talk yeah. about and say. She's stuff. uh she's gonna demand surrender. She's gonna say, "Lay down your weapons, and we'll let you survive." As you say that, she points the blaster right at your face and pulls the trigger. <laughs> Never, or, bitch. Or not. That's an option. <laughs> <laughs> and she's gonna go ahead and take a blaster shot at you. Takes like a step back, and look at this. Y'all can never use them, so I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Oh. Ah! <laughs> this big old blaster comes in. You gonna take a parry of that? <laughs> We're gonna try to reflect some of that. Yeah, I, I don't think I can parry a laser bolt, but I might be able to reflect some of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so blaster was seven, so it's nine damage, right? Uh, yes, and I can soak three. Uh, reflect three and take three. The old sampler. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And then the other two droids, one of them turns over to 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 Fizz and just aims a blaster at her. Take seven points of damage, Frizz. Your soak does count. Um, but you sit there and it shoots. And... Pretty much, it, you can see it kind of like reels back from the a fight and kind of stumbles over some stuff. And then the last one... Gonna go after Gand. Ooh, this blaster shoots right past you, and you can hear. You can hear. It kind of reminds you the airlock's opening as you look past as where it hits. Mm-hmm. New turn. Who's gonna go with what? Um, first, I want to point out I am. Oh, yeah, uh, I have Fifteen out of fifteen wounds. Does that oh, mean that I you are fall unconscious? unconscious? Yes. Uh, she falls unconscious. Okay, the She's blaster tired. hits you, and you, and y'all, all of a sudden, you see Frizz go and kind of hit to the ground. She pooped out. You will take a critical injury. Uh-oh. Uh, so let's see. Um, you know what? I'm gonna let. Y'all want me to roll the critical injuries, or y'all want to roll the critical injuries on yourself? I don't know. No, no. Roll them for uh, <laughs> I responsible for my own. Separate exactly. Family. Exactly. All right. Um, you need to be able to be mad at you. You got to be mad <laughs> yeah. at me somehow? All right. You do that. Um, let's see. You take a heavy wound, and all of a sudden, y'all look down, and you're kind of disparaged at this and it flips a light side to a dark side as frizz falls down her saber clanks on the ground spins and then goes out while it's spinning ouch um and so that takes this and deletes it alright you two have the initiative go for it as you hear the airlock still creaking and the alarms are going off. You're up first. You've, you got the warning shot of the airlock again. You're okay. Not uh, I, I'm, I'm going to. Uh, uh, uh. <clears throat> Let's see. We, we don't have really a lot of time to be doing to be frithing around with this combat. So I looked up the rules for maneuvers. Shooting is not taking one of my maneuvers. Nope. Okay. <laughs> so I can I can take the strain to aim twice. Correct. As opposed to taking the strain to aim once. So I take the strain to aim twice. I'm going to flip one of these guys. And <laughs> what can I uh, buy with that? Uh, you can uh, increase one of your dies from the green to a yellow. Okay, we're going to do that. And I'm going to shoot at our not-so-friendly human friend. The one that just took down Frisbiz? Yep. All right. Avenge me. <laughs> you sit there and aim and try to get that down and try to kill him. Uh, is that standard difficulty? Standard difficulty. Any- no, it's standard okay. difficulty. 
always going to be one of those threat variants. <laughs> yeah, Gan like just never has it. I feel like I feel like Gan is very capable and very unlucky. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, incredible proficiency and fails despite it sometimes. <laughs> you shoot, and it hits it, and it does fall. And when it falls and crumbles, it lands on top of Frizz. <laughs> and it's like you can see Frizz's body kind of twitch as it gets landed on by a droid. I was aiming for our human friend. Oh, the human? I thought said non-human. Yeah, oh. Human. You aim for her. She's human. still up then. Yeah. 11 damage. Yep. Goes in, hits. She stumbles back a bit. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you hear the hiss of the locks going off. That's a bad sound. Mel? Um, okay. So, are the locks, like, literally sealing right now? Or do I have, like, a moment? Or what's what's the situation? The, 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 the seals are coming off. Okay. It's unlocking so if, from the ship. If I wanted to pull Fritz's body inside the, the ship we're in, past the airlock... Um, that would that's, be your entire uh, action. Yeah, that that seems probably like an entire action. Yeah. It's like maybe a thing I should do. Yeah, because um, you have to move her to her, pick her up, move her out of the way. Okay. So uh, Mel's going to try to do that. Again, she's not super athletic, so she's going to just kind of back out lightsaber brandished, but then she kind of has to turn it off to use both hands. Mm -hmm. And then she's just kind of pull her out and then like hopefully jump back into a defensive stance as quickly as possible. Okay. So it's awkward. She's probably going to take some shots. Doesn't feel very good, but she has to save her. Gotcha. No, it's met a lot of people who are willing to step over, so. And Fritz has only run away from an encounter where Mel almost died once. <laughs> so <laughs> when you pull her body, you don't just gently pull it. You kind of drag it really hard and fling her. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. It's no problem. I, it, it'll take a full action, even sure. though she is tiny. Okay. Um, and that's my turn. Uh, Droid 1 is going to shoot... Mel's athletic ability leaves something to be desired. <laughs> going to shoot Gand. No damage? Um, but um, we will use that to give the next shot a blue die. So two blue dies. Okay. I'm going to shot against you, Gand. This guy's going to shoot you. Three. And then two blue because I got one from last round. Gonna roll okay. to shoot you. Ooh. And we will do a critical effect with this. Uh, and recover uh, a point. Recover one thing. And let's do for the critical effect. So you're gonna take, was it seven damage in it, correct, for the blaster? Uh, heavy blaster? Is it a blaster rifle? No, it's a heavy blaster. Heavy blaster, so seven minus two is five, so okay. I'm at nine wounds. Okay, and let's roll this critical effect. Ooh, a you get a purple to any brawn or agility checks. You have an agonizing wound as it tears through like part of your rib cage. So anytime you use brawn or athletic. Which is pretty much melee attacks, pretty much. We might have another problem that's even worse. 
It's not going to affect your suit. Okay. Not worried about that. Okay, cool. <laughs> You're still able because to... I, I treat oxygen as dangerous atmosphere rating eight. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's that would kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I was like, oh crap, could this have put a hole in that suit? And it was last one. She goes. She is turns to Mel and goes, die. And does hit you for nine damage. But her, she goes, boom, shoots you, you hit, hits you. And then all of a sudden her gun kind of frizzes, as you can tell that it's ran out of blaster. The battery is drained. Uh, once again, Mel's going to reflect as much of the bolt as she can, but she takes more to her body than she had cared to admit. Uh, she's feeling pretty roughed up and doesn't have a lot left in the tank. All right. It is y'all's two turn. Poor Frizz. Bleed, 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 bleed. <laughs> now that, now that Frizz to, is... I'm going to have to make it into that uh, inside before the door's closed. Okay, you can make it. You can move in without you use up one of your maneuvers. Okay. And as soon as you are, you going to go first? I'm guessing. Yeah. All right. As soon as you move in, the airlock closes right behind you. It's like you your foot almost gets cut off by the airlock as it closes up behind you. Uh, I'm going to take an additional strain to do an extra maneuver and aim. Okay. Uh, was it agility and brawn or no? Brawn Athletics. Okay. So I I'm going to try and shoot someone. Do what? Uh, any preference on who? <laughs> uh, someone not in melee combat right now. Um, None of them are actually in melee right now because Mel had to move away to get Frizz to the airlock. Okay, then I will target our not-so-friendly... Uh, I'll target Galvana. Okay. She is actually the one that looks the most hurt, by the way. She's holding her side. <laughs> no negatives this time. What are you going to do with that? Uh, I'm going to recover a strain. Okay. You recover a strain, and she takes, what, eight damage? Eight damage. She actually falls. You can see you blast her in the chest, and she flings back and lands in the back area behind the droids and in the doorway. Um, I guess Mel goes next. Uh, uh -huh. She's going to start off her action by saying, like, your your master is, is defeated. Uh, stand down, and we'll leave you intact to the assassin droids. And she'll give them an opportunity to surrender. You hear no type of response. Well, uh, Jedi Code's a little weird on this, so she'll just kill them. Yep. Uh, she slashes into They're the They're not assassin. living. Well, that's not really the definition of life but yeah no let's let's uh, let's end, end them then all right uh so she's gonna um make an attack against one of them after she sees it's clear that they haven't put down their blaster yeah no, they're definitely not the kid in surrender so oh what are you gonna do with that he is gonna recover two strain why would you why can't you why don't you use the critical 
have enough strain left to reflect blaster bolts. But it, if you use that, that critical could take out a droid. Because it's a critical uh, effect. That's a little risk-reward play right there. Well, right now I'm doing uh, eight points of damage that probably breaches his armor, so I think I think she has to play it a little conservatively given that she's running out of people who are up on their feet. Okay. So she's going she's gonna to recover two strains so she can still parry, and she's going to do eight points of damage with a breach characteristic of one. Okay. All right. So now it's the two droids. Need to delete that. Uh, one takes a shot at Gand. Takes eight points of damage. Armor does count. And no his. Armor, so I'm down. No. You, have, you, can't, you have any soak? I have soak of two. Six and nine is 15. Oh, okay. You shoot and it hits you and you fall down to the ground. And Mel, you're by yourself, but the droid is like, you can tell his battery pack is out. Hey, um, so I guess it's back to me. Oh, no, the droid's going to shoot you. Okay. Ready? No. (laughs) So you take eight and his gun blows up catastrophically from the last time you hit it. And goes completely out of his hand. So now they're fighting with bare fists. Okay. Um, Mel can soak three. Uh Uh-huh. And then she can reflect three with the strain she recovered. And then she can take two wounds and go unconscious. Or maybe she could flip a light side point and be at 11 out of 12 wounds. Yeah. Yep. I'll let you do that. Cool. <laughs> eleven wounds, eleven strain. It's not looking good. <laughs> Our heroes are not dead yet. It's uh, it's close. <laughs> um, so I've got a droid with a battery pack of ammo that's out, and a droid who is still firing shots. Right. Correct. No, no, no. They're both so, both of them are out. Okay. Sorry, both of them are out. Um. Well, she's gonna she's gonna adopt her best Jedi stance, and she's gonna say you're you're out of options and you're out of ammunition, and I'm still standing here clearly unscathed. Stand down if you want to remain intact. You say that, and the droids kind of look at you and make a cool check. Uh, two purple. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you kind of you they're not really convinced by this but all of a sudden you hear this blaster fire come off behind you and you see one of the droids just body just explodes and a7 goes i knew i shouldn't have left it to y'all <laughs> <laughs> he's like and all of a sudden one of the droids just explodes out of his chest and uh, the fire goes off, and the other droid turns around to A7 and shoots him. Let's see. I was going to just take a total defense and sort of back out. Clearly A7's <laughs> got this handled. You still have initiative. Because I have to get rid of him. Uh, all right, she's going to try to lightsaber the last droid. She's going right. to try to finish him while she can. The, the droid hits A7 a bit and does a little bit of structural damage. Yep, that'll do it. 
Uh, you definitely want to go for a crit on this one. Okay, she'll recover one strain and go for a critical. Okay, come on. Roll me. Roll it. Okay. Rolling. Ah. Single-digit criticals only. Yeah. Well, it can only attack in the last of the round, like usual. So we'll upgrade that. And can't perform a maneuver this turn. But you actually kill it this turn because it didn't have much life left. Because of breach and <laughs> no soaking. Yeah, breach is brutal. It, all, all this damage goes straight to the droids. That's the problem. They don't get to soak or anything. So you actually come in and slice it and it hits and does quite a bit of damage to it and just crumbles it to the ground. A7 looks at you, kind of holds you and goes, are you all right? I'm, I'm still breathing, so that's something. Uh, I need to check on um, my companions and... Mel rushes over first to, to Pitts and then, then to Gand, and she tries to apply whatever medicine she You reach over and you kind of look down, and uh, A7, you hear this click click of a cartridge and hands you a stem pack. I used my last one in the combat with our Kraken. Uh, I'll tell you all about it later. She injects, it heals five wounds. And if there's another cartridge in it, she'll do the same with the Gand. There is. Uh, medicine knowledge, Gans can take stim packs, right? No, oh, yeah, I figured it could. It, it, it's a cross-platform type thing. You just yeah, want to... She's you... not, not going to breach his suit to do it, but presumably there's a valve of some kind where I can... Yes. Not mm -hmm. vent oxygen <laughs> into him. By... Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> bad. Cool. Okay. Excellent. Everyone is fine. She's going to stim pack herself. Well, we're we're at it. She's not in the best place. Okay. Um, everybody does wake up. You still have your wounds and your criticals um, until you're completely healed. Um, other than that, you uh, you you see a seven. He's just kind of leaning against the wall, just kind of like looking at y'all. After attending to the wounds, Mel says, "Thank you." Uh, I don't know if we would have finished that on our own. Tim, you're cutting out. Oh, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you saved us. Sorry, I was speaking at a sensitive and low volume, which is to say losing the Skype channel. Well, he's he, he kind of you can see the light flickers in his eyes and stuff. And he's like, well, Turk told me to keep an eye on you. Right, Turk? Can you hear Turk come around the corner? Yep. As he's kind of like limping and kind of just kind of, you know, getting his way towards you. And he's like, so, did they die? And A7's like, almost. He's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. Um, Mel's going to take a moment to go look at Gamora. Um, is she alive? Is oh, she's she dead? dead. She's dead. Okay. Um, does she happen to have, like, the necklace on her? First? She does have to have a necklace on her. When you okay. do a quick search, um, she does have a necklace on her. Retrieve that and whatever else we can see on her person if there's anything of obvious value, and then we're gonna take the necklace over to Turk. Better late than never. Well, we gotta find the holocron still. Step oh, one. yeah! Holocron! <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where is it? It might be on her ship. Uh, I, I mean, we're going to look through the, the droids and, and her. Presumably they don't have it on them. Nope. 
Uh, in that case, I think we have to keep looking for it. Uh, it's probably on the ship somewhere. The ship or the ship that just flew away? The ship flew away. Yeah, yeah. When you breached the airlock, uh, the ship just said, eh, forget it, and just took off. If she um, was still on this ship, she hasn't found it yet. And that's that's a good assumption. I, I think it's still on this ship, but um, you never know. I don't know what kind of team she's working with. Uh, honestly, last I thought she was on our side. Uh, the libraries. Well, there's always spies. Okay. Um, if she was working alone, the Holocron's probably still on the ship. If she was part of a team or some kind of an organization, then they may already have it on the ship that took off. I think it's probably worth our time to continue to investigate this ship and see if it's here. Okay. Go ahead. Um, you got that door behind you and then the door that was straightforward whenever you know you get out. You got one, like, if, if you're looking from where the airlock was, you got one straight in front of you and one to your right. Okay, and one of those is the one that we came in through, right? No, that one's to your left. Okay, uh, don't go left, go right, I guess? Okay. Is that the... Okay. <laughs> Never go left. This <laughs> <laughs> danger. Uh, we go right. Okay, you go to the right, and uh, you notice that it's a science lab. Okay, well, Mel's immediately interested, but okay. also a little unsure. Uh, she's going to uh, uncharacteristically take her time and investigate the science lab, see what's yeah. going on. Give me uh, a vigilance check. Two purples. Or not vigilance, uh, perception, sorry. Ah, cunning. A skill I know nothing about. <laughs> Sorry, two purples. That's okay. We can average it out. <laughs> you look around, you're like, this is a lot of cool stuff. I like this stuff. You're looking around and you don't see, you're, you're interested, but you're not finding anything worth it. More unluck from the GAN. <laughs> you look around, you're like, yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in here. Nothing seems to appear or pop out to you. Uh, Fizz is a bit of a follower, and she's just gonna do the same thing. Probably knows what to look for. She is pretty cunning. <laughs> you find, actually, uh, you're like, hey, what does this do? And you, like, hit the button, and all of a sudden, all the metal that's on you gets attracted to it. It's an electromagnetic... Uh, pull and like the lightsaber you had is like straining to struggle to hit and get on uh, the electronic device. Oh, cool! Awesome. <laughs> uh, does, is it supposed to do this? Is this the thing? As y'all get kind of closer, you can feel that anything that's metal on you is getting pulled toward this electronic magnet. I'm gonna choose not to get closer. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty strong. You can actually feel yourself being pulled towards it, uh, Frizz, mm -hmm. as you can feel your belt loop where the, the saber was was you know, actually kind of dragging you towards it. I'm going to uh, drop it on the ground and hope my belt buck or my shoe buckles aren't metal as well. Okay. You drop it, it's still pulling toward You can still be in pill, full, feel like you're being pulled towards it. Oh, I hate this thing. Do you guys know what this switch? horrible thing is? <laughs> 
Uh, it, it looks like a magnet. Uh, did you turn it on? Can you turn it off? Um, she's going to, uh, kind of slap around it bongo style, <laughs> just trying to see if anything happens at all. Okay, you're like smashing it, going, ah, turn off, turn off, and you're slapping it, and eventually it just shuts itself off. You hit, you eventually hit one of the mini buttons, and it turns it off, and everything comes back. Button. Yeah. <laughs> very, very clever. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, other than that, there's no more doors in this room. Uh, I guess we we back up straight corridor from where the airlock was. Yep. You go to that one. Uh, you open it up. As you notice, Turk and A7 are just kind of watching y'all. They're not really doing anything. So they sit there and you come back to that door, open it up, and it opens up to this large oval room. Go on in. Um, yeah, Mel's gonna go on in. Uh, okay. See what's going on. Okay. Um, you go in and you look around, and it's kind of it's, it's oval shaped like an egg, and it's kind of kind of pitted, so it's got a, a dip and indention to it, and you notice some robes in the center. Some rogues. Robes. Okay. Um. <laughs> That makes more sense. Uh, Mel's going to go check out the robes. Uh, okay. There's no one in them? Nope. On the floor? You, you, you move in and you start to see that you notice that there's like armor all around the place too that has like blaster fire into it and lightsabers through it. You can see lightsaber damage through the armor. Okay. Um, could... Uh... Might be a bit of a stretch, but uh, could could I use like a like a knowledge warfare check to sort of get a sense yeah. of what happened? In yeah, this room? I, I, yeah, you can Cost go for this? it. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, like all things that require knowing, Mel knows a lot about them. Okay, you, you, you sit there and you look around and you can tell that there was a combat that was done here. Um, whoever this rogue figure held off a lot of these people right in here and but eventually succumbed to the damage. There was just too much uh, damage done to whoever was defending this area and defending right where they were standing, where the robes were. Like... Is there a body, or is it just the robes are gone? Just the robes. But you can tell, you know, when you pick it up, you can see where there's wounds, blaster marks through the robes. But you can tell that they were, they, they by, by way everything was done, the saber combat that was done, this person was standing directly on this spot and did not move the whole time. Because you can tell that some of the sabers are not, like, really deep slashing. They're, like, hits directly, you know, horizontal, or, you know, you can see that some people may have been thrown. Okay. Um, I'm just going to retrieve the robes and just hang on to them. There's obviously some significance to them. And she... You're cutting out again, Tim. 
Oh, so, sorry. There's obviously some significance to these robes, and they belong to somebody. So she's going to take them okay. and retrieve them and put them in her pouch, uh, and then just sort of like wander around the room, kind of studying the scene, sort of get a bit more of a sense. All right. Uh, you would need to do everybody. I'm figuring everybody's going to be doing that. You need a mm -hmm. perception test for difficulty. Uh, question. Yep. How many difficulty would it be to look and see if any of the armor is salvageable? Uh, if you want to do that instead, uh, you can really tell a lot of this is old and rusted and not even worth it. Okay. So not even not even worth trying. There's a there's a huge layer of dust and junk all through this. It's been here for a long time. Is it four purple? It is four purple. Do search this area out. Fizz is going to grumble the whole time. I can't believe we're looking at dirty old laundry. <laughs> her role reflects her mood. Okay. All right. You all look around. You're like, something's not right here. Something's and not right. Is going to sit down, say a prayer for the dead, and uh, meditate. Okay. I believe I could make some kind of discipline check to meditate. Yep, go for it. Okay. You, uh, you, you're, you're kind of disturbed by everything. Everything's going wrong because of all the death and destruction that's in this. But you're like, something's about the spot where they stood. Where he mm -hmm. stood, there's something about that spot. After the few minutes of your contemplating and thinking about what's going on. Uh, I'm going to alert Mel that there's something about the spot. I was going to walk back over to the spot. Um, she doesn't necessarily know a lot about what kind of combat this would have been or what this feels like, but she's read a ton about kind of Jedi lore and ancient traditions and religions. Mm -hmm. So she's going to look at the ground and see if there's any sort of signs or if there's any sort of feeling she gets from it. Okay. Go over and meditate a bit, kind of check it out. Yeah. Give, give it some time and some thought. Okay. Um, you are now reduced down to three purples to do a perception check. Not getting anything from it, but feeling closer to the problem. Uh, and we'll try and perceive something. Okay. Still <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Those threats just keep popping up. Yeah, you're just like, yeah, I'm done. I don't see yep. nothing. Okay. Um, at a but bit of an impasse. Special about that spot. I was gonna go back and and see if she can track down Turk. Explain the situation and ask if he'll come have a look at it. Okay, you walk off. Frizz, what are you going to do? You going to check it out too? Yes. She is so fed up with this room. <laughs> Go ahead and roll. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Perception and give it uh, three purples. Okay. You're like, wait a minute. I feel this kind of moving and you 
have this sinking suspicion that there's a something right here that can only be moved by the force. Um, she's gonna shout out, uh, hey guys, uh, wait a minute here, there's something strange about this, um, she hasn't really done much, she could definitely make an action, she is going to try to bring herself into focus in this spot, I guess through some type of meditation, try to maybe push down on it, see if it's like a button or something. Okay. Um, what the heck kind of check would that be? You're going to use move? Using the force power move. Yeah. move? Yeah, move force. Move force, okay. Or force move or whatever. I would move force. Mel does not have move force. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you, you limited yourself on force powers. She, she just doesn't. She doesn't have a mentor or any kind of classical study of it. So. Sorry, I'm just you have more likelihood here. of having force powers than the GAN. Uh, you just roll. <laughs> You roll one force power die. One force die? I was going to say, yep. yeah, I don't know if I'm really that good at the force. Nope. At least as good as I think I am. No, you just roll one right. force die. Okay. And force die is the white die. Yep. Ooh, look at you. You sit there and you push down and it doesn't move, but you definitely know that this thing moves. Okay, darn it. Well, I'm going to back up for him and say, hey, who knows anything about moving stuff? Here's the thing. You know it's not going to go down, but it definitely can move. And when you ask anybody else that has force powers, they'll kind of like blank stare. I don't know if she's smart enough to push up on it. Uh, yes, yeah, just shows how smart she is. Uh, <laughs> Fizz is going to uh, try one more time since so she hasn't really done much with her action to... Uh, to pull on it. Okay. Give me a roll. You're like strain. You're like, uh, okay. Um, it's, I, I, you, you feel like you're trying and it's trying to move up. You're just not concentrating hard enough. She is going to fall back. She's only able to push up herself. Do you think she has the ability to attempt a third time? I mean, she's really quite. No, you. Herself. Yeah, you. You feel like you feel like you can get this. Okay. You've got to prove she's yourself. Gonna, she she is going try. to do a shimmy and try one more time, and really give it her all. You do it, and it starts to lift up slowly, and it's shaking, and it's moving, and it's you know you can, you can feel it. So you're, are you going to hold this force power, or are you going to let it go? Uh, she's going to hold it for 10 seconds, just enough time for everyone else to really see what's going on over here. Oh, they hear it. They see it. it no problem. They see it. Yeah. What do I do, you guys? Is there anything underneath it? It's not fully up yet. You can tell that it's a pretty thick piece of metal. But it's coming up slowly. You're going to keep holding this force power? Yeah, she's going to go ahead and try to really pull it up, see okay. if there is anything underneath of it. All right, and it's, it's, oh yeah, and you're like, eventually like, yeah, and it goes up real slowly, and then you just really put some energy, you put really focus, and it comes up really fast, and there is actually a hole underneath there, and you can kind of lay it to the side. Oh, she drops it. <laughs> She's tired. Oh. 
Uh, does it make a fair bit of noise? Yeah, it does. Because she kind of like, she's like, ah, forget that. And just like, you know, drops it right, right away after it's out of the area. At, at the noise, I think Mel probably comes rushing back into the room. Yep. Um, surprised and a little impressed at the exhibition of such powerful mastery. <laughs> of course. I was going to stand there really proud. It's, uh, she gives a frizz kind of a like respectful nod and a little bit of a reappraising look. And uh, glances over at the, the opening that's been created by this piece being moved. Yeah, just a circular area and you find a cube down in the bottom of it. Approximately holocron shaped? Very much a holocron. Um, okay, uh, Mel's gonna look at the Gand and, and look at Fritz and say, this looks like the holocron we're looking for. I've read that these can be dangerous to touch. Is this safe? The Gand is going to actually walk over and touch the thing since he is not Force-sensitive and probably can't accidentally activate it. <laughs> okay, you go over there and you touch it. It turns itself on, and you hear this voice, and you see this old man. Everybody make a perception roll. Uh, two purple? Yes, two purple. Mel, nothing. Gand and Frizz. Frizz sees it, and Gand sees it. Um, you notice that the robes look very familiar. Uh, and it's the robes of uh, the Jedi appearing on top of this holocron is the robes of the Jedi robes that you found. Uh, very easily distinguishable. And uh, he's, you hear the thing comes on, and you hear this goes, My name is Val Issa. And I was the protector of the ship, and I failed. And he starts talking about, you know, the life on the ship and what the ship was. Um, are you going to stand around and listen to everything, or what's going to... Uh, Mel certainly is. Like, this is the most mm -hmm. that she's felt to a Jedi story since her studies years ago. Well, you sit there and you listen to it, and he's like, what can I do for you eventually? Um, so, so his story tells about how he's the protector of the ship. Um, does it talk, talk at all about like the mission of the ship or its purpose or anything like that? Uh, he's like, well, our purpose was to provide sanctuary and home to other Jedis and train them as we traveled the galaxy. Uh, how did you fail? Who, who attacked you? Sith attacked us. Cut out, Tim. Sorry, just I said Sith skeptically. That's all. Okay. He's like, the um, Sith came in, used their Kraken to destroy part of our ship, and then we, I succumbed to too many blaster fire and just couldn't keep it alive. Air Kraken? Is, is that a unique droid or is that a class of droid? We fought a Kraken. And it is. It is. That's what destroyed all my crew. Why did they attack you? What were they here for? Is this just a, a war between rival religions, or is there something more specific to their assault? The Sith have no reason. They just kill. Indeed, but okay, fair enough. 
Liz is gonna jump in and ask a question. She's gonna say, uh, when did all this happen? What year is it? Uh, what year is it? Uh, you, you rattle off the year. I, we're not going to go into it. It's like, um, I don't know that date. What's, I don't know that date. Cause you give the, the date of whatever is after, uh, the, the fall of the empire. And he doesn't recognize that at all. Oh, so this is something that's probably perhaps a century old, you'd say. He has no clue. Okay. Definitely didn't happen like last week. No. This was not something that happened on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> well, it happened a long time ago, you guys. Interesting. Uh, you start hearing the ship start moving and shuddering, and you hear this very familiar hiss that you're used to hearing when you open the other door, and you can tell the ship is starting to fall apart, and everybody make a perception roll. Is just encapsulated in this actor's story and does not notice anything. Uh, Gad notices definitely that you've noticed that the ship has actually moved further than you thought it was and it's heading toward a star. Let Let's right. get out of here. <laughs> uh, we can take the holocron, right? All yeah, yeah. Move. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mel. Collects the holocron, I guess, closes it or it just It's just a cube. It, it projects okay. a holocron, hollow projection on the top of it. Okay, and uh, she's going to tuck it into her belt pouch and head back toward where Turk and uh, her droid companion are waiting. Uh, you, you hear on a device, each one of you, you sit there and you hear on your belt, you hear A7, get your butt on the ship now. <laughs> I book right. it. Yep. <laughs> okay. Mel's, Mel's yep. Okay. Y'all head back. Get on the ship. Lights up. Airlock closes as you feel the ship. Is that you can actually feel that this thing is being pulled towards that star, and you can see it. Uh, you can you can feel that it's breaking up and it's shuddering. And all of a sudden, you hit the buttons and close all the airlocks and jump in. And you can look at some of the windows and everything that's around your ship, and you can see it's heading towards the star. It's just breaking up as it's going. And Turk's like, eh, I guess it's time to go now, huh? I'd say so. Okay. He turns it on and lights it up and heads out. Uh, you'll go into hyperspace. Y'all are going headed back to Korriban. Um, you have about about four days or so worth of travel. Okay. Um, Mel's going to queue up the holocron again and, and ask some more questions of this protector. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go and tell you what it does. That, I mean, you can ask and you can do things, but what it does is uh, you can count medicine as a discipline when you're you when you, as long as you keep this in your possessions. So anybody that makes a medicine check can, can make that medicine check as a discipline check. Um, also, oh, excuse me, count discipline and medicine as career skills. Excuse me. Oh, that's nice. Um, also, it's, uh, cheaper to get better at them, right? Yeah, and it also makes them easier to roll. Um, also, if you're trying to do a knowledge lore about the Jedi, this one counts as three ranks when uh, making an assisted check. So, uh, someone may want to write that down. 
so they can have that information for later. Because it is, as long as you have the item in your possession, you can use that. And that's what it gives you. So discipline and medicine is career skills. And knowledge lore check for Jedi. Uh, you can use the holocron to make an assisted check with three ranks. I don't have discipline and medicine as career skills. Oh, apparently these are very difficult to acquire on the black market. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes, they are. So you head back to Corbon. Um, you may heal up and get rid of all of your wounds and stuff four days. You can only do one medicine check a day, but I'm not going to worry about it because there's no immediate danger. So everybody can reset to zero. Mm -hmm. um, of course, Turk asks you all the questions that you know about what happened, what's going on, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I'm sure you're going to relay. Well, honestly and completely. Uh, she tells them everything. She puts the kraken that they battled in context as the thing that sort of seems to have, if not this specific kraken, certainly a kraken defeated the crew, and we saw the battle of the protector, and we interacted with this holocron. We retrieved the Jedi relic we were originally hired to retrieve, so better late than never. Mm -hmm. uh, and lightsabers are great. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and as you come on, A7's like, give them to me. the lightsaber that is not hers back. Okay. She says, I'm going to learn how to make one of these, and when I do... Kim, you're cutting out again. I, I'm going to learn how to make one of these. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and definitely A7 looks at you, Frizz, and goes, give it, squirt. Oh, I was going to say, what lightsaber? <laughs> I, I think I lost that when I fell asleep back there, and I pull it out. Yeah. And then he takes them and puts them back in a safe spot, locks them up and stuff. So, you, like I said, you have about four days. So, like I said, you can heal up. I'm sure you repeat everything to Turk. And you can spend time with the Holocron learning about things. Um, and then you land on Korriban. Um, You come down. Um, the council asks you, Turk asks you to repeat, you know, pretty much what you told him at the council. I mean, are you going to change anything? Keep everything the same? Uh, I'll ask him if he doesn't want said or if there's anything he'd like us to raise in a more positive light if he has no. any concerns. Tell the truth. As long as he's comfortable with it, uh, Mel's going to be encyclopedic. Incredible memory and is really smart, so she's just going to go through things the same way a scientist would. Okay. Uh, it's her training. It's the entire engagement wholly empirically doesn't disclose or pardon me does not fail to disclose any of the moments of embarrassment that she personally suffered or any of the challenges that they encountered and she uh, offers up the holocron um, indicating that while it has been a boon to her study and how she's interacting with it it is an artifact of Jedi lore okay well they they definitely want the Jedi holocron so they can study it and find out what that what it knows um, so they request it to be turned over. Uh, Mel does turn it over, although she feels somewhat 
Yeah. Uh, Tim, we're gonna you're gonna have to get that mic really close to you because you keep cutting in and out every sorry, time. Sorry, sorry. I, I said Mel, Mel turns it over, although she feels reluctant about the experience. Okay. Um, no problem. Um, you have they they appreciate everything you did. Uh, they of course all of course all the artifacts you found to be turned over. Um, they take them and study. They appreciate it, um, and they send you back to your studies. Um, Gand, they request that you go back to the library and they want you to look at this new planet and plot a course to this one specific spot on this planet. I would like to speak to our Chandra Fran friend first. <laughs> okay. Um, we don't know where he's at right now. <laughs> mm. We kind of don't, don't know. Even Turk's like, yeah, I don't know where he's at right now either. Alas. I shall go and return to the library to my studies. Okay. Uh, they direct you to, you know, they give you, you know, they give you some time to relax and everything, and then, but they definitely say that you need to return to your studies. So you can get about a day or two off and send you back to learning about being a Jedi and gain you have a chance of taking... Uh, and plotting about two days to plot this course. Mm -hmm. So, uh, with with the permission of the uh, the people who are obviously running the studies here, Mel's going to ask. He placed in a class and take some study of Jedi knowledge, refine her own force ability. Yeah, she said, definitely. That's what the, that's what you're here for. You're here to hone your skills and not just become a me a mechanic for them. So they definitely can get you together, and they'll run you through the courses, uh, just like Frizz's going. and she's learning to be a Jedi. Um, and they're I get just... to be enrolled with the other five-year-olds. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hone your skills. Um, other than that, for about two days, that's what happens. Um, you heal up your wounds, get your wounds taken care of, um, eat, have a decent meal. Uh, Gand, I need a navigation check from you. Navigation. What role do I make for navigation? Um, hold on. I have to look through all these. Um, Is it a actually, role? actually, you need to do a um, um, to find it. You need navigation? to. <laughs> <laughs> first things first is you need to uh, give me a computer's check to see if you found the place and know the information. And depending on okay. that, will depend on if you're um, not the best with computers, but that's we'll, fine. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Okay. Well, it's, <laughs> it's about normal for me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, you find the planet, um, and you know where you're going. Uh, so now you just need to um, plot a course. To where you're going to need to go. Um, and then it will be a computer check. Excuse me. Okay. You're like, mm, not really sure. This is kind of way out on the outer rim. Um, so uh, you can actually uh, try tomorrow. Uh, okay. And you can change one of your greens to a yellow. Okay. Uh, based on previous knowledge. Mm -hmm. So everybody's got another day to hang out and do what they need. Uh, I would like to, after dinner or something, meet with uh, 
remember his name now. Turk. Our Turk. Turk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can meet with him. He's he's perfectly fine. He's just kind of relaxing stuff too, you know, doing his duties. Uh, what can I help you with? Turk. You yeah. and I both know that that the mysticism of the Gan Feynman is really cold reading and uh, carefully thinking about things and knowing the right people. Yep. Uh, I happen to know that some people are interested in trying to steal from you. Always. They are interested, and and I proceed to tell Turk about which building they are interested in finding plans for. Okay. He takes that into consideration and says, uh, Would you like to set a trap for them? Hmm, I think, well, think we might be able to do that, depending on when you decide to turn that information over. I am willing to wait on you guys for turning that information over. Okay. Well, let's worry about right. what we got right now. Um, okay. And uh, I'll give you the signal and you can turn that over. Okay. I assume that the Jedi have set up a room for me where I don't have to be in my spacesuit. 24 though. Yeah, they, they've got a place yeah. you can set up. <laughs> so... Uh, go ahead and give another roll. Uh, the Jedi's y'all are just in training, learning how to hone your abilities. They start teaching you the Force, Mel, because you know about it, but it's never been really good. Standard with you. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get away from that. I uh, can't. All right, so you uh, you find it, and you actually got a court uh, uh, a course plotted to this outer rim region. Um, and you know, you tell Turk about it and he's like, well, let's go talk to the council. Cause we have another mission. Okay. All right. So a few days passed, um, you're all summoned back to the council. Um, and, uh, Turk's standing there with a seven and, um, the council's like, um, we've been hearing some problems on the outer rim. Um, civilizations being destroyed at a whim. We hear from him one day, the next day we hear nothing. Um, and we need you to go find out what's going on. This is a covert mission. This is not a combat mission. We need you to get in, find out what's going in, find out what's going on, and get out. Understood? Prince is going to ask, uh, do we still get to take our lightsabers? You don't have a lightsaber, Padawan. Well, we might get one. I might have to cut a hole in something. Well, then Quietly. we'll get you a torch. Uh, uh. Very well. Um, we can be covert uh, and, and discover what we can. What, what are you hoping for us to learn? Positions? What's going on? We want to know why these civilizations are just disappearing. We've already sent 30 other scouting parties to 30 other planets. And what did this they report back? This one is going back? to guess that they didn't report back. They left this morning. Oh, okay. Well, great. More of many scouting parties that will all return. <laughs> they says you need to leave now. Uh, can 
requisition something from the quartermaster again that's not a lightsaber? No. Medical equipment? You've got what you need on your ship. Okay. Turks already had you packed up. All right, well, then we'll leave post-haste and report right back. Okay. Can Turk pack us up some armor this time? Uh, you'll have to see when you get there. <laughs> you, uh, you, you get on, you get to the ship at A7 standing there, and he's like, I got your coordinates from you, Gand. Uh, let's go ahead and get going. All right. And you get on the ship, get in your normal spots. You're used to being where you're at. Um, closes the hatch and then a seven goes up to, uh, the control panels and stuff and goes up to, uh, area and starts the ship up and starts to fly off. Um, you start to hit hyperspace. And as soon as you do a seven turns around you and goes, Turk said, good luck. And then you hit hyperspace and this is where we're going to end. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> Tim, what's wrong with your face? I'm just, I'm just taking a back. <laughs> I was going to ask if A7 needed a uh, co-pilot because Gand actually has piloting uh, space. You may, you are more than welcome to sit there. Okay. Um, but yes, Turk is not on the spaceship. Oh, we're uh, we're graduating to. You'll probably all die now, mode. <laughs> I bet those other parties got lightsabers. Yep. this is where we're gonna go and lead. Too. We're gonna lead off here. You were um uh A seven tells you that um there has been some massive amounts of attacks on the outer rim and civilizations or Huge cities and large, you know, settlements have just disappeared. Uh, they don't know what's happened. They try to communicate. Nothing happens. Okay. Uh, so they're trying to figure out what's going on. They don't know. And there's this reason why they said there's 30 of them. So they sent all these scouting ships out to find out what happened to these civilizations or uh, communities on uh, the outer rim. Uh, it's going to only take you maybe a day or two to get there uh, based on the plotting because A7 was able to help. Um, you do not have armor. You've got what you got on you. Darn. I'll have five credits to my name. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go in. My rifle. <laughs> yes. Yep. So we're going to hold it there. Um, and we will try to figure out, we'll get together and do it. I'm going to go and close down, uh, Facebook live and, uh, Twitch. Uh, if you're watching guys, if you want to watch more, let us know if, uh, there's anything you want me to explore with them. I'm all open for suggestions. Uh, you just got to remember that this is very far in the future, so it's nothing new. Um, give us comments, suggestions. We are still learning the rules pretty much. So we're, we'll get stuff wrong, but we're having fun with it. So it doesn't matter. Uh, other than that, we're going to sign off from Twitch, and we will come back later. Bye, Twitch. Bye, guys. <laughs>